Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Gary Fredericks. He is the CEO of On Point Partners, where they provide back office services for small and medium-sized businesses. I have Raquel Packets. She has a podcast called Trucker Talks Live. She is an author and the owner of Zen Freight Solutions, where they do third-party transportation. And I have Kevin Wash. He is a coach, mentor, author, trainer, and speaker specializing in sales. He is based in Spain. The question I have for you today, what makes something a fact? Kevin, kick us off. Okay, well, I guess the technical answer would be a fact is something proven by data, undisputed by experts. That would be Oof. the technical answer. But then if you look into that, I would be saying, okay, what's the source of the data? Because there is so much fake data around today. Mm -hmm. And then the second part of the question, I would challenge myself, what's an expert? Uh, so I think I would look at the source of the information and who is the expert. And then the more I look into it, my, my belief is my reality. My reality is my truth. My truth is my fact. Mm. But it's merely a fact, or is it just my fact? You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's very difficult. I could say, for example, that 86% of statistics are made up. That's a fact. <laughs> but is it a fact? Maybe it's part of the made up part. I it's believe that you just you're made going up. to deliver this type of fact. You need to do it with conviction. And hopefully that people will believe you and won't challenge you too much. Mm. Raquel, what did you think when I sent this topic? That was a great answer. When I thought about this, I was like, man, pretty much it has to be something that is proven over and over again, you know, that you get the same answer. That's about the only way I, in my mind, can say that it's a fact. But as Kevin said, it's really anyone's own perception or belief to believe whether it's truly a fact or not. Because, you know, I could say that, well, it's a fact that, you know, this is what happened to me and this is how it happens to everyone. But that's just my experience. This is a challenging one. <laughs> Gary? You know, it, it's changed a lot over the last 15 years for me. I mean, you know, today I can I can post three articles on LinkedIn and all of a sudden I'm, I'm considered an expert, you know. Mm. So for me, I've, I've decided that what are facts are things that for me, I've, I've experienced and done and I know what the result's going to be so those are my facts mm. you know I don't trust experts as much as I used to in, my, in the old days so yeah. you know I have to prove it to myself that it's you know factual and you know it may not be a fact in the big realm of life but it's a fact in my world and that's all I can handle that's all I can control <laughs> I think about you know theory gravity is still a theory so if gravity is a theory, how can we say anything is a fact? Mm -hmm. And so for me, there's, you know, being a, a scientist and having done science, it's like, well, we haven't found any evidence against it. But then I also realize you can make the science say anything you want. When I did my, my work at the Center for Nutrition Studies at Cornell, I looked at a lot of science that was just made up nonsense trying to get to the answer they wanted to get because it was funded by somebody mm -hmm. and so when you say well science has proven first science doesn't ever prove anything and secondly who funded it so back to your point kevin who are the experts yeah i think a great definition of an expert is if you break the word an x is a has been and a spurt is a drip of water under pressure <laughs> Oh, no. There you go. There you go. I, you know, I, just, I don't like experts. 
I, what is an expert? What makes somebody an expert? I don't know. I really don't know. I'm, a, I'm old now. So, you know, back in the 70s and 80s, everybody was telling me that red meat was not good for you, right? And so I've always been a cynic. So I started looking at, you know, who was doing these experiments? Who was doing the science on this? And it turns out it was like the chicken communities were paying universities to do these studies. And I look at it and say, okay, well, I'm just going to base it on my own facts, my own experiences. If I know if I do X, Y is going to happen, that's a fact to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That makes me think when you said about who is the expert, I guess you would have to define that for yourself, right? I consider myself getting to be an expert, but probably not the most sought out expert in transportation because I've been in it for 14 years. So there are certain things that I know of facts because they've been the same over and over repetitive. But at what point can you say you've become the expert, right? Because is it years? Is it experience? How do you define that? Mm -hmm. Exactly. When you read something that says, well, nine out of 10 experts agree, What's the other guy, person, human doing? Like, I don't understand. (laughs) He's the one that's not affiliated with the special interest group. (laughs) That's right. Or she. If you look at the process of personal development, you know, as children, we're taught by our parents. So all of our facts come from our parents. Mm -hmm. Then we go into education and we have a direct conflict because our teachers may tell us something different to our parents. Mm -hmm. But then we're hearing two sides of one story. Then I think the third phase is self-teaching and self-awareness. You learn things for yourself. And then you decide, okay, I've experienced this myself. I believe this is a fact because this is what directly affects my life. Because if we, depending again on the source, if I look at media news today, one is telling me not to drink wine. Another one is telling me to bathe in wine. Another one's telling me to go swimming in wine. Another one's telling me to run a marathon. I haven't got time to live. I'm too busy doing all these things that the media and experts are telling me to do. Mm -hmm. When I was in grade school, I was in third grade and I can tell you my third grade teacher got so tired of hearing me say, well, my daddy says, (laughs) because in my world, my daddy was the expert. So she had no idea what she was talking about. And I think we do that even as adults, like we pick and choose the experts that we like. And we just say, well, this expert says, so the rest of you are all wrong. Yeah, that's media news, isn't it? People listen to different media. They read different media. And they'll take whether it's CNN, BBC, whatever, they will take that as gospel and say, it must be true because the BBC said it. It used to be that if you saw it in writing, it was, you know, pretty factual, you know, because somebody had done some research on it. Yes. Yes. Nowadays, though, you get bombarded with information. I have a problem with influencers. Who are these people? You know, what makes them an expert in whatever it is they're trying to influence you to do? Mm -hmm. So I just laugh. Because somebody the other day said, why don't you should hire an influencer? And I said, no, 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 I don't want an influencer. What I want is to prove to people that I'm good at what I do because I'm good at doing it. You know, mm-hmm. not having somebody tell you I'm good at doing it. So is the thing that we should be doing is asking ourselves exactly this question. What is a fact on a regular basis? Skepticism. Is that what we need? I think there has to be an element of skepticism in, in life in general. If you believe every single thing you hear you'll just be living in a cyclone. Mm. So you have to be able to define it and say, I don't accept that, or I don't trust that source. There are certain sources that we know just make things up. In in England, for example, they have red top newspapers. They just literally make things up. 
Uh, in Spain, we have a similar type of thing. And you know, whatever the headline is, the next newspaper will have the opposite. So you go to your source and just dismiss some and you accept others. But I think that's, again, is about self-awareness. Mm -hmm. I, I completely agree. And I think also, for me, it's finding the same answers in multiple places from multiple sources. And then I can, you know, kind of average that and make my own decision from multiple resources. Yeah, I think a certain amount of cynicism is healthy. I think too much, you become a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> but, you know, a certain amount you need to have. You need to question things. I mean, you can't just take everything at face value because, you know, you'll end up, you know, somewhere that you don't want to be probably. We have to be cynics. We have to question things to a degree. You can have analysis paralysis where you're just constantly questioning stuff and you never get anything done. So, mm-hmm. It's healthy to be a cynic. And I think the other thing we have to be careful with, with facts, is that we get up in this bias of, well, I already believe this. So anything that agrees with that, that's a fact. Anything that disagrees with that, that's fiction. Yeah, absolutely. I think we also need to be aware of what the, these facts and the, the relationship to our own lives, because there's so many things that we should just dismiss because they're not going to affect us. So as much as I want to be a worldly individual and, and help save the planet, my real focus is on what's directly going to impact me today. Mm. So I look at that in my news circle. So I also like consistency in news. You know, you don't want to read today the world is made of cheese and tomorrow the world is not. Well, I'd rather it was always made of cheese or it wasn't. It, you just have to kind of look and think, okay, well, that's, that's going on, but that doesn't affect me and I don't trust the source anyway. And I have no experience of it, so I wouldn't know whether it's a fact or not. I just keep an open mind to it. That's a good point. Things that don't affect me that I can't tell the difference in, I just, I don't take them in because I just don't have room in my brain. So that's a really good point. Thank you for that, Kevin. And I got to tell you, it is a fact that it is our 10 minutes. So I'm going to cut us off there. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon. Thank you. Thank you.